That's why I fucking fuck. That is why I mess with Brent. This nigga really just say anything. Like, he said, your nigga caught us texting. He said, baby, don't be mad. You know how Brent is. Like, <laughs> imagine your girl really saying that to you. Like, you catch your girl texting. Some fucking rapper or R&B star. And they just reckless in her messages, reckless in her DMs. And she just like, baby, you know, you know how they are. Like, what? No, I don't. And neither should you. <laughs> like, if you haven't listened to Brent's Fuck the World album, you need to turn this off and do that immediately. Like, honestly, that shit is fire. That nigga just says the most reckless bravado I don't give a fuck shit and I respect the fuck of that I really do like what's the other song I really like um uh clouded that's my other shit when he be like her nigga wanna be me <laughs> but they don't know I'm fighting demons I'm dying every season. That's my shit. I'm just trying to get my pick. Fuck the world. I'm a walking erection. That is my shit. But what's up? What's up? Today, got another art show on Saturday. Got everything printed how I want it. Just got to get some frames. I don't know. I feel like I probably just end up going to Walmart because I already spent a lot of money on the frames. I got this metallic print that I think is going to be really dope. I already printed out one as a test one and it looks pretty good, but they're more expensive. I'm also still undecided on how much I'm going to sell these for, but I'm definitely going to push selling at least the ones that I printed for the first art show. Cause the ones I printed for this one are kind of more just big portraits that I just think would look super cool. But again, I don't know how much space I'm working with. This one's gonna have way more artists. Uh, they're even like creating some walls just to have more space for people to display. These things are really just free for alls. So I'm gonna try to get there early and pick a good spot, but Last time I felt like I got there early and there were still people that probably got there like hours before me just to claim a good spot. But I didn't really feel like a lot of people were selling stuff. I don't know how often people really sell stuff. I'm not really, look. I'm really just mainly looking to make up the money I spent on preparing for this. That would be ideal. And then to just get exposure and talking to other creatives is the main incentive to do shows like this, but uh, I bought some shrooms today and had an interesting conversation with someone who makes shrooms and really lives their life by them, I guess. They consider them a healing property. And 
it was it was interesting because I felt like I was making a little connection with this person just on like a, a slightly above surface level just talking about the afterlife and uh, your ideal of you know self and just uh, the very basic things people often discuss when they're tripping on psychedelics but we were completely sober but i did find myself becoming judgmental of how uh, much the in tune and i guess value they had on shrooms i don't know like when you start talking about seeing our world as the matrix and looking for enlightenment and just all this verbiage that seems very obsessive and fixated on it's almost how you how i feel when i listen to someone talk who's very deeply religious no matter what the religion is it's just like this fixation and this need to live your life accordingly and to spread out the gospel or the word or of whatever you're fixated on so i felt similar like this person was just overwhelmingly sure of the ideas they had and maybe i started being judgmental because it was an insecurity of me not being sure of the ideas that i don't have you know um, when you find someone who feels like they found their path and maybe you look at that path a certain way, then you start feeling judgmental. So I really wanted to continue talking to them and picking their brain and just have like a meaningful conversation. I really don't make too many new friends, honestly, mostly by choice, honestly, because I'm a piece of shit. I really don't know the reason. I really don't have a rhyme or reason of why I spend so much time alone. Um, the best I could chalk it up to is just not making connections worth holding on to, but that's a pretty shitty excuse. I think that I have this false idea of what a group of friends, ideally, I want them to be. Similar closeness to a friend group I had in high school, but even that imploded, so it's like, why would I even want to experience that again but just the closeness I felt them felt to them like closer than I feel to family to be honest and I don't talk to many of them anymore and I guess it's just hard to find those type of connections especially once you graduated school kind of puts you in this structure of seeing the people every day the same people every day having classes with them, having similar social schedules and uh, maybe even interests that you can find commonalities with. But once you're out of school, it's really hard to make friends. And it's not even really a priority for me to make friends. I feel like I really only need maybe like one or two more that are consistent that I don't fine annoying is the wrong word it's not that i find people it's not that i'm easily annoyed but i'm easily disinterested i think is a better word for it and for me to really feel a connection with you i really have to consistently want to hang out with you i have to enjoy your presence and 
that comes down to us not even talking or doing anything. We could literally just be sitting on the couch together and I enjoy your presence of being there. When I find that connection with someone, then I know I can be friends with them. But it's really rare that I I don't even feel pressure to make a conversation or do something or seem entertaining or put on this face for people or that I feel like someone is doing that for me, which is an even weirder situation because when you're aware of it, you know how much power you have and that someone is trying to impress you or seem cool to you or gain your favor. It's just like, but why? Like, I'm pretty boring like the first probably five or six times you hang out with me, unless we do have that like really strong initial connection. So I, I question why people even like me or want to hang out with me, but they do. And I've been turning it down a lot of invitations, but instead what I'm going to start doing or really need to is um, pursuing, you know, I'm a very kind of passive person, especially when it comes to friendships. I hate, or even romantic relationships. I hate seeming desperate. I hate uh, reaching out repeatedly and it's not even necessarily the rejection of it it's more of the power someone has over me like if you if I invite you to hang out you say no rejection that's cool like I don't feel anywhere about that it's more of like when it's up hanging in the air of you don't you really don't know if someone wants to hang out with you or not and you're constantly trying to figure that out having that floating over your head is excruciating to me. And having someone um, be aware that I want to spend time with them and they take advantage of it is also excruciating. It's, uh, seeming desperate or overeager is an insecurity I have that I never want to feel. I never want to be put in that situation, which is why I haven't been pursuing a lot of friendships and I just kind of take what I can get sort of thing where it's like you know someone invites me out I'll go out even if I don't really enjoy hanging out with them but just to have some type of social you know interaction for that day or that week or whatever but I'm gonna start when I like for example the person I just bought the mushrooms from I'm gonna invite them to my art show because I want to reach out, you know, if I, even if I think it's a potential thing, and I do think I could be friends with this person, but I do question my access to drugs, I guess, just because I think I don't have a very addictive personality and I don't see myself ever getting addicted to a drug, but when someone is that fixated and into shrooms especially this person thinks it's a uh, a healing component it's a necessity as well you if you're going to be hanging out with them regularly you're probably going to be doing shrooms regularly and just like as if you hang out with someone who's you know sells or grows weed you're probably gonna be smoking a lot of weed um and i've already been smoking too much weed but to me, it becomes a problem when it's abused. So typically how I look at drugs, 
I try to use drugs to enhance experiences, not to escape from them. So for example, if you're going to a concert that you know is gonna be amazing, but you take ecstasy to make it 10 times more amazing, I think that's a positive use as opposed to if you're sitting at home depressed and you, you know, just feel sad all the time, so you take ecstasy to escape from that feeling. That's when it comes abuse and addiction to me. Uh, I don't really do any drug regularly except smoke weed, but I have tried a variety of them and I can see why people get addicted to certain things. But the way I look at it is just, I'd rather be in my normal state of mind far often than I'd rather be in an altered state of mind. And, you know, I don't know. Drugs can be good or bad, you know. We won't get into that, but I do question about a potential friendship with that with the person that sold me the shrooms. I'm just rambling right now, but I'm trying to keep on track. Uh, I promise I'm not tripping or high right now. Just haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, sorry about that. I, I'm trying to stay consistent and do at least three or four a month, but time just flies. I started a new job. It's working at a call center, really basic nine to five stuff, but days like fly by. And I feel like uh, I wake up, I gotta get to work. You know, I wake up at like seven, gotta be working by nine. So I take like 20 minutes just to fully wake up. Then it takes me like an hour to get to work. So it's not like I have time to chill in the mornings. Then I get off at five. I really don't get home till like six, sometimes 6.30. And then I feel like I have like four hours until I have to go to sleep to be able to wake up for the next morning. At my old job, I didn't have to be at work until one o'clock. I could really go to sleep at like four in the morning, five in the morning, and it didn't matter. I'd still be good. But, so this was a really rough adjustment, but I will say the hours go by fast. The work is easy. The people are cool. And I'm making relatively the same amount of money. So I can't really complain that much. And I'm a lot closer to where I want to be than I was a year ago. And that just comes down to it getting better. And it does get better, so just remember that. Um, there's something else I wanted to say about this room experience. So I bought, I didn't buy shrooms, the like actual um, basic form, natural form. I don't even know what the word is. I bought them in like tea bags. So I'm guessing they're like, ground up and put into tea bags and I'm gonna soak them in some water. Um, I don't even know the purpose or the reason I bought these, you know, maybe this is the start of an abuse because, not, I won't say the start of the abuse, like it's gonna be a cycle, but just an instance of abuse because I don't have an event or, um, you know, a special occasion that I'm going to do them for. I just had an urge to buy them, had some extra money. 
for my income taxes, figured I'd pick some up. Why not treat myself, you know? But I really do want people to trip with. I think my best trips, whether it be on mushrooms or acid, were with other people. I've only tripped alone a couple times and they can be enjoyable, but I do find myself wanting out of the trip a lot, like earlier. Uh, typically when I'm with people, I want it to last as long as possible. And I'm kind of sad when I'm coming down. Cause I'm like, oh, the ride's over. But when I'm alone, I'm kind of counting down like, okay, it's been a couple of hours. I want, I want out of this now. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll invite him to the art show. We'll end up doing some shrooms together. That'd be ideal. That'd be dope. I think I'm also just looking towards the future too much. That's my problem, even with, you know, judging this person or planning this art show. Like, I'm too fixated on, okay, but what, do, what will this lead to? What will that lead to? What will this lead to? I'm also way too concerned with sex. Like... Like, the person that sold me the drugs is a girl. Don't know why I've been avoiding saying that, or maybe I haven't been avoiding it, just slipped my mind, but I immediately, when I, you know, met them or started talking to them, started thinking about having sex with them. And maybe that's just like a weakness of men's minds when you meet someone that's even slightly attractive you just wonder what it's like having sex with them but it's just such a annoyance and weakness i feel like i have of just being at the mercy of sex of like i have been practicing saying telling myself no like not like even if you know you can't have sex with someone don't do it just because you can if you don't really want to have sex with them then don't do it because why what's the point like what does it do for you like sex is definitely a huge mood and ego booster for me but it's also a weakness that i think i need to get some mental control over similar to masturbating like i don't really masturbate anymore i'm trying to cut back at least because again it's just it's something that takes out time and energy and can sometimes leave you feeling even more unsatisfied than when you did it, than before you did it. So really just knowing when you have a true desire to do something and not just are entertaining the idea of it is key for really anything. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just wanted some stream of consciousness recorded for purposes that will be revealed at a later date because I still don't even know what this thing is. What is this podcast? This is me just talking to myself out loud, giving my mental voice a break. Did I saw something that said some people don't have that mental voice, like that conversation people have in their heads, and I feel like those people are lying or just not aware of what the voice is because I can't imagine you having thoughts in your head 
and them not being vocalized in your head? Like, how are you thinking? Like, not to even necessarily have a conversation with yourself, but are your thoughts when you think something being said aloud by a voice? If they're not, how are you even processing them? Like, I don't, I can't even fathom not having that voice. Um, that'd be an interesting conversation I have with someone that doesn't have a voice. But I think I've been going for a while now. Didn't really talk about anything. But again, just thought I'd get my voice documented. Get back into the habit of doing these weekly because I want to, I need to, and it gets better when I do. And it does get better. It really does. So don't give up. Thank you.